0: Good morning. I want to warmly welcome you to With God at Dawn. Our title today is We Can Know God Through the Holy Spirit. John 16 verse 14. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. The Holy Spirit exalts and glorifies the Savior. It is his office to present Christ, the purity of his righteousness, and the great salvation that we have through him. The Spirit of Truth is the only effectual teacher of divine truth. How must God esteem the human race since he gave his Son to die for them, and appoints his Spirit to be man's teacher and continual guide? before offering himself as the sacrificial victim, Christ sought for the most essential and complete gift to bestow upon his followers, a gift that would bring within their reach the boundless resources of grace. Before this, the Spirit had been in the world. From the very beginning of the work of redemption, he had been moving upon men's hearts. But while Christ was on earth, The disciples had desired no other Helper. Not until they were deprived of his presence would they feel their need of the Spirit, and then he would come. The Holy Spirit is Christ's representative, but divested of the personality of humanity and independent thereof. Cumbered with humanity, Christ could not be in every place personally, therefore it was for their interest that he should go to the Father and send the Spirit to be his successor on earth. No one could then have any advantage because of his location or his personal contact with Christ. By the Spirit the Savior would be accessible to all. In this sense, he would be nearer to them than if he had not ascended on high. Wherever we are, wherever we may go, He's always at our right hand to support, sustained, sustain, uphold, and cheer. Our verse said, The Spirit would receive of mine, or Jesus's, and show it to us. What would he receive from Jesus? Paul explains what he was told in chapter 16, verses 8 through 11. And when he, the Spirit, is comes, he will reprove the world of sin and sin and of righteousness, and of judgment. I like how the Complete Jewish Bible says it. When he comes, he will show that the world is wrong about sin, about righteousness, and about judgment. Then, reading the explanation verses of 9 through 11 in the Complete Jewish Bible, about sin, in that people don't put their trust in me, about righteousness, in that I am going to the Father, and you will no longer see me about judgment in that the ruler of this world, or Satan, has been judged. Then verse 15 is even more specific. Everything the Father has is mine, that's his inheritance. This is why I said that he receives from what is mine and will announce it to you. Well, let's look at those three things that belong to Jesus, that the Holy Spirit takes from the Father and announces to us. First, we just read that we need to put our trust in Jesus in relation to sin. That was, okay, that we need to put our trust in Jesus in relation to sin. That was in the complete Jewish Bible that we just read, John sixteen nine. Um, the Holy Spirit would reprove the world of sin. And in verse 9, Jesus said, It is because they don't trust or believe in him. John 5, 40, and 39 actually as well, Jesus is reproving the Jews, saying, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they testify of me, and you will not come to me that you might have life. I will give you a question to meditate on and study. What are the things... That we trust in Jesus to do to give us eternal life. Okay, the second item, the Holy Spirit convicts of righteousness. The reason given is that Jesus went to the Father and they would see him no more. My feelings on this are a thinking person would be convicted of the righteousness of Christ because God took him to heaven and they wouldn't find him anywhere on earth because he's in heaven. God would never take him there if he wasn't righteous, and that we could be convicted of his righteousness. I mean, that proof is that he is not here. People saw him leave. There were many, many disciples who saw him leave and the ones that rose with him. This foundational building block of believing in the faith of Christ's righteousness, it gives us a firm place to put our trust in his righteousness, that way he can deal with our sins. All right of course as always you may think differently I only share my convictions hey okay, the are the third item the Holy Spirit would reprove of judgment the reason given is the ruler of this world or Satan is judged okay so just a question At what exact time was it crystal clear to all the angels and other planetary beings who were ob- observing this great controversy on this planet that Satan did not have everyone's good good in mind when he charged God with self-aggrandizement again. I say it was when they saw, I say it was when they saw Satan and his angels trying to get Jesus to fail before he was crucified. They saw him and his angels controlling people like a herd of mad dogs to destroy Jesus. All of the watchers saw Satan acting out like this. And at that time, Their eyes were opened, and the evidence was in enough to condemn the criminal in court of heaven. He was judged by all who witnessed him, taunting Jesus as he suffered for you and me. But, again, if you have a different idea, it's okay. But I think more thoughts are better than less to meditate on, right? What do you think? So, let me just summarize all of this. God sent his Spirit to do the following. To convict or reprove of sin to convict of Christ's righteousness and to bear witness of Satan's judgment. When we are convicted of our sin, the next step is to have faith in Christ's righteousness and cut off all opening wedges that Satan can tangle you up in. That's those three things right there. God gives us these steps to help he offers in the following verses through his prophet James chapter 4 verse 7 Submit yourselves therefore to God resist the devil and he will flee from you. The prior verse tells us God gives grace to the humble so I believe these verses reveal the conviction of the Holy Spirit in our lives when we are convicted of sin we humble ourselves, we submit ourselves to God and resist the devil when you find yourself doing these things the Holy Spirit is working in you I know there's more to study on that, but instead I'm going to give you this little warning, which is found in James 4, chapter 5. Speak not, I'm sorry, chapter 4, verse 11. Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother, and judgeth his brother, speaketh evil of the law, and judges the law. If you judge the law, you're not a doer of the law, but a judge. And then a promise of First John chapter 1, verse 2. And in a way, it's not really a promise, but I'm including it because it's pretty amazing. Listen to this. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it and been witnesses and show unto you. What did he show unto us? That eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto you. And who's it talking about? It's talking about Jesus. If you go back to verse 1, 1 John, he talks about Jesus. He was the life, and we have seen it. They have seen it. And he was that eternal life, which was with the Father. So just something to think about. uh, Closing. Think of the wonderful love he has promised promised for you and for me though we have sinned he has mercy and pardon pardon for you and for me come home come home you are weary come home earnestly tenderly jesus is calling Calling, O sinner, come home. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus tenderly calling us to come home. Thank you that you don't condemn us, but that you're doing everything to help us, reaching everything out to us, to grasp, to find our way back home. We are that prodigal child. Thank you for Christ's robe of his righteousness. We trust and believe in that righteousness, Lord. I pray for those who are here with me this morning. I lift them up to you that you might clothe them with Christ's righteousness as well. That they would just give everything to you to open up their heart to receive what you have for them today. We just love and praise you, Lord. We are happy to humble ourselves and confess where we have heard, for you are not there to condemn Thank you, Jesus, in your name I pray. Amen. I invite you to join me again tomorrow morning for our morning worship before we begin our day.